3: Questlove Love Supreme is a production of iHeartRadio. This classic episode was produced by the team at Pandora.
4: Yo, yo, what up? This is Fonte Fontigolo, and I'm here with this week's QLS Classic. This week, we go back to February 7, 2019, with our Black TV Writers Roundtable Part 1. In this episode, we break down the state of Black Hollywood with acclaimed writers and very good friends of mine, Tracy Ashley, Diallo Riddle, Bashir Saladin, and Angela Nissel. Uh, they all get real with uh, Team Supreme on part one of this two-part Black TV Writers Roundtable. And it was a lot of fun. So check it out. QLS. Yeah. Suprema. Su- su- Suprema. 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 roll call. Suprema. sup. Su-
5: Suprema roll call. Suprema. Su- Suprema roll call. Suprema. Su- Suprema. Suprema roll
3: call, Black Writer Symposium. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Quest Love, you heard? Yeah. yeah, trapped in a room. Yeah. with nine nerds. Roll call, yeah. Suprema, sup, <laughs> sup,
6: su- Suprema roll call, Suprema, sup, sup, Suprema roll
4: call. My name is Fonte. Yeah, I ain't no phony.
6: Yeah,
4: I'm just here to help Angie. Yeah, pay her alimony. Roll call, <laughs> Suprema,
5: <laughs> Suprema. Su- su- <laughs> Suprema roll call.
6: Younger, yeah, before Laia like was born, yeah, I used to watch on TV, yeah, scrambled, born.
5: Roll call, yeah. Suprema, su, su, Suprema, roll call, so we Suprema, su, su Suprema. Suprema, roll call. Bashir and Diallo, yeah, man, I almost forgot you, yeah, oh, now I remember, yeah, Hubble got you. Roll call, <laughs> Suprema, <laughs> su, su, Suprema, roll call, Suprema. Su, su, Suprema, roll
0: call so It's La E.M. Yeah And I'm here to impress Yeah All these folks in here Yeah With my writing prowess
5: Roll call yes. Suprema Sup, sup, Suprema, roll call Suprema Sup, sup, Suprema, roll call
7: My name is Tracy yeah. But you can call me Trey Yeah I worked all day Yeah So I can earn my pay Roll call
8: <laughs> Suprema <laughs> Uh,
9: su- Suprema Roll Call. Suprema, su- 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 Suprema Roll Call. My name's Bashir. Yeah. And I was late. Yeah. But it's a lot of black people here. Yeah. So shit is great. Yeah. Roll call. <laughs> Get it. Suprema, Suprema, su- Suprema Roll Call. Uh-oh. Suprema,
5: su- su- Suprema Roll
10: Call. My name's V. D-
5: yeah,
10: and here we are. Yeah, pulled up in such sound. Yeah, in my shiny new car. Roll call,
5: Suprema, sup, sup, Suprema. Roll call, Suprema, sup, sup, Suprema. Roll call.
11: My name is And.
5: Yeah, I'm
11: happy to be here. Yeah, if I say some dumb shit. Yeah, then blame by share. <laughs> roll
5: call, Suprema, sup, sup, Suprema. Roll call, Suprema, sup, sup. Suprema roll call. Suprema, sup, su- sup, roll call. Suprema, sup, sup, Suprema roll call. Ah! Ladies and gentlemen, this is a
3: special <laughs> black Hollywood symposium of <laughs> Questlove Supreme.
10: Shout out to Barney Miller. Right. From yeah. Last Comic
3: Standing, the Wanda Sykes Hilarious, The Neighborhood with Cedric the Entertainer, the last OG, it's Tracy Ashley!
8: Hey! hey.
3: Late Night with Jimmy Fallon Please come back Maya Marty, Southside, Marlon, Rise The Last O.G. It's Diallo Riddle.
5: Yeah. Click a right. shot. Click from, a
3: shot. From Glow, Superstore, Gringo, Kirby Enthusiasm, Snatch, The Tonight Show, and Late Night with Jimmy Fallon, The Mindy Project, Bones, Grey's Anatomy, Arrested Development, so much more. And yes, the last OG. We have, bah, I ran out of theme. I'll do it again.
5: <laughs> Anywho, we have. What's Africa, up? <laughs> Bashir <laughs>
9: Saladin. Sal-
5: Saladin. I've Yo. known
9: I just want to say I've known uh, Questlove for like 20 years and he still can't say my last name.
3: I can't it, you you, ain't I alone. can't say most words. Anyway. <laughs> <Asher> Saladin,
9: <ladies laughs> and What's guys? good? He said most words.
3: Yeah, and and ladies and gentlemen, finally from OK Player.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> nah, y'all. From the Boondocks, from Scrubs, from Till Death, from Tyler's Creators, the Jellies, and The Last OG. Give it up for the one and only. Angela Nissel. Yeah. No. You know, uh, stress. At, at the time stress. when I, when I okay when <laughs> I when I requested this show, I thought it was gonna be like this. This very serious... Uh, Hell
4: oh no. Nah. Mm, A special edition of Quest mm-hmm. Love Supreme. Bring. Yeah, right. like the
3: Meredith Baxter, Bernie. Yeah, episode. <laughs> yeah the different
4: <laughs> strokes. Uh, Dudley, <laughs> Dudley goes to the bike Dudley store. Dudley goes to the bike store with yeah, the pedal Mr. Nigga. Gump. Right. It, it, and, yeah. and Gordon Jump. Instead, Gordon Jump.
8: <laughs> instead
3: <laughs> I, I see the alcohol here, so I realize this is drunk. You know what time it is. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, we're live at Sunset Sound. Shout out out
10: to Sunset Sound. We're in the famous Studio 3. Yes. With with
3: Prince and, you know, all of of his classic albums from 82 to 87. Also Led Zeppelin, The Doors. The Doors recorded The Doors here. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. So uh, the Doobie Brothers also recorded here and so many others. Toto. Um,
9: oh, Toto's Toto. Do here, yeah. The right. Jacksons. Imagine Dragons. Wait, you said Toto or, t- or Toto? I'm joking. You said I'm Toto. Imagine, imagine no, Dragons exactly All right. You said Toto, right? Not Toto. Toto. Oh, okay. Yeah, not Toto.
4: Well, hold on <laughs> now.
9: But where did Toto record? Let's, let's do the next podcast there. <laughs> where to, where, total. <laughs> where did Toto record? <laughs>
10: yeah, I, I'll, I'll be, be like, like, they recorded kissing you right here. Well, I know that
3: Ross Bill and Fonte be very happy about that. I cut for Toto. I'm with it. I <laughs> uh, mean, not so much. Anyhow, no, nah, I, I I like total. I love total. Okay, <laughs> we're not talking about the cereal.
0: Keema Keisha, Pam. Shout we out Read to the them.
3: book. I actually always talk about the cereal. I'm cool. I'm, I'm, I'm only doing that because I know that you guys uh, had
0: a girl crush on Keisha. My first. I'm sorry.
3: Well, is, we should talk about total. Hey, you know,
10: SWV's first name was TLC. First?
3: Wait, seriously? Yeah. yeah originally. How do you know that? I,
10: I do do you know a lot know of that? random facts.
3: Nine nerds in a room. Oh, all, a different R&B, echelon. all the want nerds. <laughs> Nine nerds in a room. Okay, so why did we all gather here today?
0: Free wine. wine.
3: Okay. I did, who's paying for this wine?
0: Actually, shout out to Yami. He got it from somewhere for free, but yeah. we appreciate that he gave it to us. He could have gave it to anybody, but he gave it to us. Shout
4: out to the
10: that plug. Nice. It yeah, came man. in a box, and it's really delicious. Yeah, and it's oh, a good Oh, <laughs> the box of wine? The box of wine.
3: So, damn. Now I'm about to bring the mood down. <laughs>
7: now nah, let's talk about the
4: state of Black Hollywood and writers. Oh, I need some more wine. wine. Hold up. Let's hello, hello.
0: Kashi, can you hand Tracy that bottle of wine? With give me the just yes, give me the Tracy. bottle. State the of the
7: Hollywood. Give me go, the
11: take the, the whole wine and take, take the, the, the last time a Black woman ran a
0: network half hour.
11: Okay, well since the four
3: of you, the, since the four of you have the the, the last OG in common.
9: Good show, by the way. Y'all that's, should. That's watch crazy. That show, All of that's, us have worked it's on that. Hilarious. Show. All of you have watched the last OG. What what
3: was everyone's specific? Role or what role did you play in? You can go around the room in in that show since you all have that in common.
0: From who got the first one? What? Who got the call first? Who was the first? Y'all and Bashir were on the they first
3: were season. Yeah, season. We season one. Season yeah. one, yeah. we were uh,
9: consulting producers on the show, yeah. and we Jordan Peele.
3: Can you explain what consulting producers are?
9: Um, you know, it's really just <laughs> is that like the yes, <laughs> people who show up? Sometimes. homeboy. Okay, <laughs> I'll be honest. It's a little it's a little arbitrary. The titles are sometimes kind of conferred based on, um the level they want to give you based on how much they want to pay you. Uh, so, but really we kind of all do the same thing. We go in, we all talk about it. We all try to figure out how to make a show better. It's not really an actual, like, unless you were like a writer assistant. Sometimes uh,
10: consulting uh, producers, they only come in a couple of days a week. Uh, but you and I We didn't have Pretty
3: that. Uh, we so didn't we have we that privilege. We, yeah,
9: we had to come in every yeah. day.
3: Kind of like Will Smith's uh, West Philly homeboy consultant
10: that was always credited at the end of the Fresh Prince of mm. oh, yeah
6: yeah
10: By the yeah. way, I met uh, Harry Smith last night. So, uh, shout out to Mr. Harry Smith. from, from uh, No, uh, Will's, Will's Will Smith's brother.
0: Oh, Harry, as in Ellen and Harry. Okay. I'm enjoying the show
11: already. I would like to say that I'm co-executive producer on The Last O.G., so the, for right. the first time, I found out that I got paid more than men. Hey. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: It
9: only took you how long? Like big shouts, years. Big shouts. <laughs> five years.
0: Five thousand bucks. Big
9: shouts. Shouts out to them.
3: Dollars.
0: Yes. Well, <laughs> I, know, I know
3: that there's a major difference, will be a major difference in season two than season one. Uh, can you tell the difference between the two without burning bridges or getting I fired? I watched
11: season one. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> well, no. take,
3: take us Take us through the process of how a show runs.
11: Woo! I mean, it's what basically happened is I know that in season one, there's almost there's only two people left over. Tracy, you can help me.
8: Yeah, I think because it's Tracy
11: just... actually opens up for Tracy Morgan on the road. Right. So, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she could actually t- might be able to tell you more about the differences in season one, season two. Sure.
7: Sure. The only thing I can. Well, I wasn't in the room, so I can't speak. I think these two could speak more to it. But one I thing, was in the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, I was in the we room. In the room. <laughs> I, I, there's only two other people that I know, uh, Mark Theobald and D.R. Kirkpatrick, that came yeah. back. Yeah, Patrick, So out, they got
3: out. they overhauled the entire writers' room. Excuse me. Yeah, the I, entire writers' room got
7: over. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: pretty yeah. much. And, and by the way, yeah. that that yeah. happened. Who yeah. did yeah.
7: that? I
10: would say, wouldn't Tracy? Wouldn't you, Tracy and Jordan? I'm not sure. It's a lot more brown. Lot, that's yeah, what I hear. that's definitely hey. more brown. Yeah, <laughs> completely changed. Well, when when Bashir and I arrived, like uh, uh Miss Kilpatrick was just she was she was very excited to see us. She was alone yeah. in yeah. there, huh? Yeah, uh, it was it was it was a very different kind of room okay yeah <laughs> um and and no no offense to anybody who was in that room but it was nice to have like a little injection of us and that by the way that was also when jordan's uh movie was blowing up so he couldn't be there every single day so God, yeah you know it was uh yeah and i mean like i think it kind of shows because when uh bashar and i showed up the uh scripts had you know one pov and i think that we helped you know Bring it to a POV that worked a lot of hours, is what he's trying to say. Yeah, a lot of midnight oil. A lot of time.
3: Mm -hmm. Do you you think that it was just assumed that because Tracy came from 30 Rock, where, you know, the element of Tracy Morgan was allowed to be shown in that particular way? Well, Uh I also know that uh, 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 Donald Glover wrote all of his dialogue for that show, but that it was okay in their eyes to. A lot of
8: (laughs) sighs. No,
3: no, no. I I didn't I I learned. That's that's new information. I didn't know. I didn't
8: I've never
3: You didn't know that you didn't know that Tina Fey hired Donald Glover specifically to write all all of Tracy Morgan's
9: dialogue? T V shows are really I'll put it this way and all the writers in here can agree. It's really mysterious. So like even when somebody wins an award and they go on stage. That actually might not be the person who that's contributed right. the most to that episode. Yes, right. So yes. you really don't know who does what until somebody like you just now tells us.
11: Yes, I will get cursed out online for an episode and I'll be like, it has your name on it. People don't understand. <laughs> I literally wrote two sentences <laughs> in that right. episode. Yeah. We I, talk about that I
3: just that thought all it was common time. knowledge that that's not common knowledge. <laughs> no. We learned for real? it For yeah, I it knew right. he wrote on the yeah. show. I didn't know he was hiring. And also you're we're, a werewolf. Yeah. Bar- okay.
0: Googling.
10: Yeah, listen, I've, listen, oh,
3: man, we, we call it a writer's room we, we, That's Donald Glover On the
7: Sabbath
11: I have heard this different things scary. about who I will say I have to heard different things about who wrote what on that show But I've never heard I never heard that As much as I've toured with Tracy I never, I didn't yeah, know that yeah, yeah, as much as she
0: toured with Tracy I ne-
9: well, did not first, know love, that Well, you work in 30 Rock So you probably have information yeah. that we don't have
0: Could it possibly be slightly incorrect or No Okay, I'm just making sure Yes Okay No Okay, because we got some people here You're saying two different things,
3: Questlove. Well, because y'all telling me Two different things. I anyway, you're 100. Okay. Tell us what happens in the writer's room.
8: Oh,
6: no. <laughs>
11: I'm saying, I tend to listen to a woman who worked with the man who, if he's never said that. Then okay,
10: but I, mean, I think industry wide, we call it the writer's room for a reason, right? Like everybody usually gets a script, but all those scripts go back into the writer's room, and usually everybody contributes to it. So, okay. you know, and every, every show is different. So, like, there might be some shows where, like, if you do the first draft, Most of what's in there is you, but, you know, like on most of the shows I've written on, like the person who gets the script credit, like it's a little bit, it's the room's project. Mm
9: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because everybody has the task of doing it. And it's actually interesting because it's very different. At Jimmy Fallon, because as you know, we were there. Like the writers, variety really <laughs> shows are done differently. very different. You have to take a lot of ownership of your bits. SNL is the same way. Mm-hmm. So, like we, y'all, and I used to write Slow Jam, and like they weren't like it, a couple other times. Other writers wrote it. Mm-hmm. For the most part, it was like y'all go write that. Yeah. Um, but when you get into a writer room on a narrative show, it really is the power dynamic changes. The who writing what changes, what voices change, who's writing for what characters changes. It depends on how the showrunners run. By the, the way, room. that's
10: the irony is that you know, on variety shows everybody's, all the writers are in the credits at the end, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. On these other shows, and, and by the way, it might just be one person who wrote that sketch. The opposite is true on a regular show, when in fact, it's, it's sort of like the truth is the opposite. Because on a variety show, like one person might have written the sketch, everybody gets the credit. Regular show, one person gets the credit, everybody wrote the script.
3: Uh, I, one of the questions I have is, when a show is established... Uh At the beginning of the season, is there an overall arc that you guys have to follow like in other words uh if say Ange and Diallo are designated to write episode six mm-hmm. and you're in a room together and you have to decide what's gonna happen in that episode, like what if you just decide that okay i'm gonna get i'm gonna shoot this character off or this person is gonna break their leg in this episode and then like how how is an art carried out, and what creative freedoms are you allowed mm-hmm. to bring to your episode?:
11: Yeah, I mean, if it's a serialized episode, I mean if things track over if you're following stories over different episodes, no one writer you follow what hap- whoa, okay, what happens is you track <laughs> I'm better at writing than holding things in my hand. What happens is you track what's going to happen each individual episode before you start assigning episodes to individual writers. So what happens is you might get the episode as a writer that kills off the favorite character. You can't say, no, 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 I don't want to do that. You know, that's just what happens.
7: Oh, that happened many times. (laughs) We we would go in the room. You work it all out. You know, we work it all out. We we know the jokes. We know the direction. We know how the character's tracking, what their emotional, what their emotions are, where they're going and i've i've actually went went off tried to go off script and try to like put my own thing in there mm-hmm. and you know th- no that's a no no and i'm i'm a staff writer so these guys are all way ahead of me right so as a staff writer they're like no no tracy you need to follow what was in that room and track it i'm like yeah but i felt like when i was writing this that tracy would actually say this and they're like no you got to stay on track stay on course because if you go off the rest of the the rest of the show is now off
9: i think in in, in a lot of situations though if it's a if in the best version of this, it's a lot of discussion. So, it's, and it really depends on the tone set by the showrunner, whoever's really the boss in the room, who's the Kenya Bears in the room, right. because that person, if they're really great at their job, they're entertaining all these ideas. So, if she comes, if Tracy comes, and says, "Hey, I want to kill off this character," it's a discussion. It's not like a no, and they might be like, "You know what? That's dope." Or like, if Tracy comes and says, "Like, I feel such an affinity toward Tiffany Haddish's character." I really, this episode where she goes and visits her mother, like, I should write that one because I feel strongly about that one. I want to put something special on that one. If the show is functioning the way it's supposed to, that tends to be listened to. Mm-hmm. And you tend That's to let true. people yeah. do what they're good at, especially with a first pass. That is
7: true. Even with the characters, though, like well, the show I'm on, uh, well, The Neighborhood, uh, it's about you know a, a white family that moves into an all black neighborhood I believe in Pasadena and is that uh, a CBS show. CBS show is this Cedric the Entertainer? Cedric the Entertainer, oh, that's correct. Finally, right. we got a black. And that's show a big deal, and it's a big tell, deal. Tell us what it's With about. That's a huge. With, Tashina deal. Arnold, With Tashina Arnold, Tashina Arnold, Tashina Arnold. CBS uh, doesn't do that. so what's, what's, Tell us about it's it. It's a it's a really big deal, and they are extremely excited about it. And we literally I don't want to give too much away, but in the room it, it's it's split. Half and half, half white, half black. And it's interesting to hear the things that we are learning about each other that we're putting in the show. One little thing I'll tell you. We talked about
4: washcloths.
8: Oh, yes.
7: <laughs> and how white people don't use them?
4: Thank you. Yeah. Did not know that. Yeah, white folk don't use washcloths. Brought
7: it up in the room, and one of the writers was like, what? They their hands? What do? They she do? Was with yeah, you, they what do just, you do with that? I go. You wash.
1: Yeah. See? <laughs> no washcloth. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, you do, like safe, the
7: safeguard commercial where you just watch with
3: the, like with the soap? My
1: bar soap is my bar soap. No, and so you know, yeah. this this
7: was how the room was. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, it's no yeah. one, each side could not believe. You, you know, know, you don't
0: get in your crevices like that. Like you're not scraping any dead skin. You're just really on the surface. And if you're using Dove, you're really not getting anything.
7: Girl, <laughs> this was the discussion. This <laughs> like, was the discussion, right? What the and fuck? this is not
0: what this episode, does, the episode is not about that. It don't. You, know? you need you some peppermint soap, <laughs> and you need you a loofah, and you need it now,
8: Steve.
4: <laughs> some Dr. Bronner's. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. You, yes,
11: you will learn. So, there is nothing that is off limits. When you introduce your wife or husband, you got to warn them. Like people in the room know, might know a little bit about you, or you tell the room, like when I introduce my significant other, don't tell him what I said about her underwear. Or his, like, per- <laughs> they will know everything about you. Mm. So, uh, mm. I was
3: going to say, similar to what Jimmy said, the first year of doing the uh, Tonight Show mm-hmm. was that everything in your life will be introduced. In the writers room. That is true.
11: Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. yeah something about the story you told about how your uh, mother-in-law gave you the Cracker Barrel jacket. Oh, for...
7: yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right, because
0: your husband is...
7: Yeah, my husband is white. Yes. Yes, can I say that here? Yeah, yes. yes, He's is. Um... No,
9: wait, what if we were like, no? <laughs> 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 we got to ask <actually>
0: Laidia.
9: Is <laughs> that straight <laughs> that here? All right, is could. that alright, Laidia? I
8: understand line. the struggle. Well, it's Fonte, good. It's good. It's yeah. yeah. good. We right. got
7: understand back, each Fonte. other. We Wait,
6: walked out the room.
7: No, my mother-in-law bought me for Christmas one year a <laughs> blouse...
9: Excuse me. He has really white. Yeah, he
8: is.
9: (laughs) Why? But I don't. It's called a follow-up joke. (laughs) Follow-up.
7: But she bought me a blouse from Cracker Barrel. And Cracker blouse. sells blouses, yes, exactly. And that's I was <laughs> like, it blew, I blew my mind. I'm like, you, are you for real? And that hurt her feelings, right? Ooh. So yeah, I'm the asshole for for doing that in <laughs> <And> the family. <laughs> I'm the asshole in the family. So then at, after the holidays, she she came up to me. She's like, Tracy, I'm so sorry about that blouse I bought you from Cracker Barrel. I said, why? She said, I did not know Cracker Barrel didn't serve black people back in the '60s yeah, and the yeah, '70s. Really? Yeah, and listen. I was like, that's the reason oh, really? why. But she like oh, she like, oh, she, like did research.
6: Yeah, like to, <laughs> uh, oh, we uh, say out, that's how they you a
10: Cracker Barrel. They're like, oh,
6: nigga. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no. You think you're about to get some breaks here? Bro. Cracker Take a blouse Barrel. and
4: leave. Cracker Barrel is eponymously titled. Appropriately. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. How about was, that? That's... I'm like, who the fuck is buying antebellum blouses out of Cracker Barrel? <laughs> I
9: couldn't believe it. <laughs> I couldn't By believe way, it. we went to the Super Bowl in Indiana one year. We were at Fallon. Yeah. And we... Ate a Cracker Barrel. I had never had Cracker Barrel. It was the first time I ever had Cracker Barrel. And I was like, I don't know why people are fighting to eat this shit. <laughs>
5: Wait. It is pretty I did
9: good. This news to me. They got yes. clothing line.
5: It's pretty Side good. Side note. Yeah. I
3: believe that. They got a record label. Yeah, they got a record label. No. <laughs> yeah. oh. When,
6: oh,
1: who was on our show that. Kenny Rogers. Right. When Kenny Rogers was on
3: our show. Uh, he was on Cracker Barrel label, and they gave us man. They have a lot of money. <laughs> wow. Wait, here's the weird shit mad though. When <laughs> swag. Jazzy Jeff got married, okay, <laughs> you okay. know Cracker, cracker Barrel they catered it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> listen, Will's gift to Jeff. Was the, the, the wedding was in Jamaica? A cracker
6: okay. barrel. So
3: he had them come down and, and cater and that's not, like that's, that's Jeff's not favorite
4: spot. That's not. A I, oh. I am w-
10: officially protesting Hidden Beach.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want my money going to that. I'm burning my copy of Who Is Jill Scott? Right, now. exactly. <laughs> that's hysterical. Shout out to
0: Lynette. I know she wasn't digging that. Compromises, boom. Yeah, uh, Compromise. Uh, yeah, it was boo. her
3: wedding. Hidden I know. Beach. That's why
0: I said compromises.
8: Yeah.
3: Damn, I, I, I didn't know that. About crack- I never ate a Cracker Barrel, so I I didn't know. So what did you do with the blouse?
4: What did you end up doing
7: with it? Uh, she, you know, I, she felt so bad about it. She took it back. Okay, okay. She felt so bad about the blouse, and I <laughs> I felt bad, but I just couldn't believe. Like she really gave, and and she told me nobody usually tells you when they give you a Christmas game, and I got that from. She's like, I got it from Cracker Barrel. She was really proud. Yeah, she was bragging. So at one. first I'm like, is she trying to say something? Or you know, like what, <laughs> you know, <laughs> where, where
10: where is she from? Indiana. I'm we say, we the, Indiana. People. We're in
6: Indiana.
7: Uh, Merrillville, Indiana, right next to uh, Gary, Indiana. Yeah, I know where that is, and man. also next to Chicago, okay. right next to Chicago. Yeah. MV,
3: they don't know, Mm-mm. they don't show. You don't, don't, don't care what's going on in <laughs> <at Merrillville.
10: laughs> <laughs> It's messed up, man. It is messed up.
0: All right, y'all. You know what season it is. Tis the season for spring breaking and planning our summer travel. And if you're like me, you're already in your Airbnb app, I'm trying to tell you, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve
12: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court, and what's next. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, uh,
3: okay. So, uh, what else happens in a writer? Number? <laughs>
8: <laughs>
9: Of
3: Lots of therapy. Barrel. Well, Ooh, can I ask? Yes. Can I without without physical uh fights? <laughs> physical oh, fights? Oh yeah. Wait, yeah. Without, but wait, wait without, yes. without without uh uh opening up any Pandora's boxes sure. for your mm-hmm. no your jobs.
10: <laughs> <laughs> no barrel of crackers. Was yeah. the
3: was the was the exodus of the initial writers of season one? Uh, did they were they okay with not? I no one's okay, okay with getting fired. But
0: aren't they white? They got jobs now,
7: right? I don't. I really don't know any of the ones yeah, that I don't, I don't know them.
3: They work.
10: At I mean, Diallo and one Bashir
7: doing all right. <laughs> <it great. laughs>
10: no, I, I think in our case, like we we always knew that we wanted to come on for one season, but we had another show. We had a show at Comedy Central that was. You know something that we had created. Southside, so, Southside, go yeah. Southside. About the Southside. We just of got back
9: from Chicago, by the yep. way, like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. So for us, it
10: was more of a timing thing. It's like, incredible. We couldn't do season two of Last OG and do yeah, our own we, show. We one we we
9: So we actually people.
10: went to Jordan. We were like, "Look, we got a comedy central show." He's like, "I know what that's about. Go, go forth." Well, I, I meant more from the standpoint of maybe the white writers that were
3: replaced with more black writers.
10: Look, I think that with that show, I, I. <laughs> I don't know who listens to the podcast. Maybe, maybe they do. I think it's safe to say. <laughs> no, I'm saying these particular writers. I think it's safe to say that at some point somebody pulled them aside and was like, "Look, you know, Tracy doesn't necessarily feel like you have the the voice of the show."
9: But you now, know, Pat, also most TV, and, and we're gonna find somebody else. You know, this happened to found Every TV show, the first couple of years is figuring out who actually belongs on staff. Like The Simpsons. You know, my favorite show seasons three through eight mm-hmm. you know there's a reason that season three through eight are the seasons that i always say are the best seasons because those first they were like figuring out like oh and then you know conan shows up and then right. some other you know al jean shows up and then they figure out like all right these are the voices that's really gonna take us to the Oakland weinstein show up <laughs> you so it it, time. <laughs>
4: no i watched like the first season of last og and i even told angie like i thought it was i liked the show but to me it just didn't seem to have a tone like it would have like these really Supposedly, comic moments, and then like these really dark. Okay, that
10: that part was, was just, intentional, and I, and let me just say this because uh, you know we, in in one of our conversations with Tracy, I'll never forget he said like <clears throat> one thing that he liked about Donald. And he actually did say like you know Donald used to write for me, mm-hmm. and now he's got his show that I feel like is poignant but funny and and does its thing. And he was like, "I want this show to be mm-hmm. you laugh in one minute, you cry in the next." So it that just did that, that, yeah. that was that was. That was by design.
11: I will also say about white writers that are writing for black shows. It's, all, it's amazing to me how a, mo, all the white shows I've been on, most of the time I've been the only black writer. But whenever i on a black show, there's always a ton of white writers. But I will say that a lot of times when white writers come into a black room, it's a shock for them that every they don't know everything about the culture. If literally if you have to if you're writing about black people in Brooklyn, don't assume that it's going to be like writing for Maud or whatever the hell you used to write <laughs> on. You know like right. study Shout up out to on
9: Maude. You Thanks. know what I'm saying? Who is that writer?
10: Greatest
11: theme song. Study up on that. Like you it's like if you were writing a doctor's thing, go talk to some doctors. But I'm amazed at how many white writers do come into a room and it's like, well, "I don't have any black friends, but I'm here." You know, so that's <laughs> I mean, you said that, that was
10: John Amos's thing back in the 70s. <laughs> right, really? like he was just like I can't believe this is the writers' room on my show, but yeah. I'm gonna I'm push back as much as possible. And they killed him. well that was yeah. That was he left. Yeah, I, I forget. Well, that
9: was, was that. Roll's show. I mean, really, she was the real. He, he was like I'm tired of her. JJ. I Let's talk about that after this. She was the one who decided.
4: am <laughs> oh, divided by chapters the
2: uh-huh. 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 We decide so, what all the lyrics are. Keep your head above water. Making a way when you, can. It's, it way when you can. it's the chow line song.
4: It's the chow line. Temporary layoffs.
5: Layoff, Easy credit ripoffs. Easy credit ripoffs. Wait,
6: rip-off. who wrote this?
9: Is this Quincy Jones? Stretching, Stretching and surviving. surviving. Hanging in the chow line. Can I get a
0: chow chow? Hanging in the jiving.
4: Ain't we lucky we got
10: him? I think it's standing in the chow line. Knows. Hanging in the chow
4: line. Hanging in the chow line. Shout out Chappelle. What the fuck did the chow line look like in the 70s? <laughs> soup line. Oh, oh sorry, I'm like, sorry, like wait. soup kitchen. Who wrote That's the wrote that
3: wrote that soup there. Uh, Jim Gilstrap and Binky Williams. What, and Jim what, Gilstrap, Binky Williams. What right else they for, write that we would
4: like? He played guitar on a You The Sunshine of My Life. right? Nerd, that's Binky Dog. Playing, right? Yeah. Jim Gillespie, a, he's a guitar player. You know what? I By the way, think, what a great no, gig. No, I think that's him singing the first verse of You Are the Sunshine of My Life. It is. Yes, Jim it by straight. the way, what Jim. a
9: great gig! That theme song, they probably have mansions on top of boats on top of mansions. Yeah, but yes. what
4: they doing
11: now? Because we ain't got no theme songs. They have songs.
9: mansions on top of boats. What about they someone have,
11: whose dream was to write a theme song and they grew up and now
9: we ain't got no late. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's, over with. That's over <laughs> with. That's over with. Why don't we have
4: theme songs? We're advertising?
9: advertising. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, it's advertising. We're yeah, you know, talking I watch, about this today. Go. I watch a lot of Cheers, it's on Netflix. And it's funny because I remember when this happened in real life, and then on Netflix, it's funny to see, that show had like a minute and a half damn theme song, and then half of it, they were like, you know what, this is too much time to be wasting, and then it came all the way down, they cut the whole middle out, it's just, it's really about space and content, yep. you're fighting against commercials, and you're fighting against a B storyline, which you really need to give the A storyline air, mm-hmm. so you just, there's just no room, and so to be like, and then we're gonna, lose more <laughs> space, a minute and a half to some singing that has nothing to do with the plot. <laughs> I mean I, I, I miss the outro themes they used to have like
8: mm-hmm.
10: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that happened
8: like,
11: right.
10: That's a long yeah. start. Oh, That'll oh, never happen yeah. again. That
11: happened to us on Scrubs. You used to say it started off we had a whole song like I'm yeah. no Superman and by the yes. seventh season it'll be just man. man.
10: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait,
0: so did I ask the room a question in? What was do mm. y'all to your recollection, what was the first sitcom that caught you?
10: Family ties. What? For me, yeah. In fact, I started wearing a a tie and uh, carrying a briefcase to school. Yeah. Yeah, it kept me on the straight and narrow. My my favorite (laughs)
3: episode was My Name is Alex P. Keaton. Was that oh yeah, that's the one we
10: does the thirty-minute speech. Yeah, he went to therapy. The the yeah, yeah. went to therapy. I mean, by the way, has not aged well. Really? Mm. Yeah, I read. A, I read a whole post about, it and they like posted some clips. Like it's it's super self-serious. I don't think so any time, of that shit is aged well. It was good, but it's it's, it's great right. over the top Is
3: well, okay.
0: Wait, because can I, I get my answer for all my question? Wait, hold on, I want to yeah, know because yeah, yeah. I know cool. Diallo answered, but Bashir Tracy. When you said
9: the first show that caught you, yeah. do you mind if as I ask you what do you mean by that? Like as a kid,
0: to your recollection, what was the first sitcom that you were like? You sat. You laughed. You was like, "This is the shit."
9: I didn't talk
8: like that when I was sitting.
10: <laughs> this is the bomb. I, I preferred. This is
9: bumping. Probably. Well, I think probably the Cosby Show. Actually, the only oh, thing wow. about that show is I used to did not. I did not like that show growing up because my family was not like that, and I felt very much cheated. I was like, "What the what? fuck?" <laughs> this ain't shit like the outside of Chicago. <laughs> uh, but I recognize even when I would laugh in spite of myself, so I recognized how great it was. But I was also like, "This is the you know, lawyer in the house and shit. They know where that happened. Crackheads outside. This is wonderful. <laughs> and in Brooklyn. It been the real. I didn't know Brooklyn had parts like that.
7: Mm. You I would say great? mine was uh, good. Definitely good times. Good times. Man. I love good times. Mm-hmm. That was the show. I, I remember thinking, God, they every episode they gotta get, they gotta get rent. Every
10: episode. <laughs> that writer's room had to be great. Was like, <laughs> that is so funny. Think about it. They
7: had to do every episode. They needed to pay rent. And what did they do? A talent show. A talent they show. They always had some talent show. Well, you know, a lot
4: of them. Was yeah. lot was of them. Michael happened. was
7: seeing you and I.
4: We don't, know, right? That was at the wedding. Well, when, you're well, wedding.
3: Well, yeah. when, you're when you're young and in love. We you're young and in
9: love. I was watching that show recently because it's on Me TV, which I watch when I go to my mom's house. <laughs> and... That me, TV? I, me TV is like it's, called it's like
10: memorable f- entertainment television yes. but it's really excuse to show shows from the 70s But I
9: just uh-huh. want to say that I didn't realize how much because it was a ma- every single episode they have like a terrible crisis yeah. that they every episode. that they lose yeah kids falling yeah. down that yeah down <laughs> He's getting burned over.
10: It's with horrible. You know, that the, you know that the Cosby Show got rejected a bunch of different places when because he was of that, around right? Because he would not. Every network was like, "But you got to put him in the ghetto." And he was like, "No, my black family is going to be in a very wealthy." They were all like, "Well, just do it in Harlem." He's like, "No, we're going to do Brooklyn." Like, he make him a janitor. Make her a school teacher. Way. Wow.
9: I did not know no that. One's wow. Choose they're, like, me no, they're,
11: these they're like white n- women. <laughs>
10: nobody's going to release. <laughs> yeah, coming. So eventually, he drugged Brandon Tartikoff. <laughs> <from the laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I gotta admit, I, I've, uh, I fell off the bandwagon watched my first Cosby episode day before yesterday. We watched what? it together what? and you we fell had it together. Li- I got a little... The show. This is great. Right.
6: I actually, to the be the honest, I never quite stopped
3: watching Fuck no. Well, yeah. I, I, well, it wasn't yeah. that I was protesting. I just didn't know that it was on TV One. Oh, yeah. Hey, well, yeah it's on TV One.
4: And it was coming on Bounce, I think. <laughs> I think. Oh, okay. So I the
9: syndication it. never actually stopped, did it?
6: No.
4: no. Black <laughs> syndication <laughs> not, really. It didn't. not really. But it's not on yeah. iTunes it was anymore. It was
2: supposed to be a we moment. We the reruns
3: or, on black yeah. television. All the streaming. Oh, it wasn't on iTunes? I can't get it on iTunes anymore. It's on
0: Netflix. What are you going to say, Ask? Nobody gave a shout out to What's Happening. I'm the
11: only one who wanted to be D. Is that what your shit? Yeah. Well, besides watching the Jefferson and being like, these kids ain't mixed.
9: <laughs> 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 That's hilarious. Hollywood do has
10: a big problem with yeah. casting mixed people. They still, they still can't do it right. I, and you would fill
0: type up like, I don't
10: feel That's that. so it. That's hilarious.
0: We
3: we have uh, Michael McDonald on the show, and he was breaking down the... Uh, the Doobie Brothers, Doobie
4: uh, Brothers classic. Yes. That's my favorite episode. Yes.
9: Of of uh of what's happening? What's happening?
4: And your Al Dunbar. like man, uh, yeah, I love that.
9: That's when the the, the, the Doobie Brothers had like the uh, the cafe or whatever, right? The bootleg. They were performing, and and, and, yeah. I remember and, and, that episode. Yeah, that was that was the
4: one for me. I feel, I
7: feel like back then we gave permission to. For things that just didn't really, when you think about it, when when rerun dropped the recorder, yeah, and I the mean, whole they, they were literally like
4: right in front, of them. like a whole auditorium. Smooth yeah. criminal lean you know, right in, rerun's, right? rerun's <laughs> direction.
11: We always talk. That's another thing we do in the writers. And we always talk about how easy it must have been back in the day. Just be like, all right, we just want to get some people stranded on an island, <laughs> right? Now, why can't? It oh, just... that was
10: supposed to be a one season show. Uh, I didn't know that. And they, they it was, was too big a hit. Yeah, was
9: We talk about show. how much money people used to make in writer rooms. <laughs> You every writer I know nowadays has fifteen jobs. If you have any Wait, kind of talent, I mean, the star oh. of the show,
10: wow. season five, will have an apartment. Like, <laughs> for real. Like, the money is not. Oh. the
9: same yeah. Let me see, if you were a writer on Cheers for like four seasons, you are forever. So, is the goal? You don't to need money for Tracy. Got to
11: get to her call girl appointment after this. <laughs> <laughs>
8: like, Putting my business out, bitch. <laughs>
6: <laughs> real shit. Oh, she's not the only one. Sunset. This would be easy. <laughs> <laughs> that's so oh that's really convenient There's a reason I was late <laughs> <laughs>
7: I'm heading
6: right to West
10: Hollywood
3: girl <laughs> Gas money
9: goddamn. Can, can
3: I ask the, 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 the profession that the four of you are in Is there an instant pressure To always come up with a line mm. Like when you're When you're dealing I'm treating this like porno Like <laughs> when when you're dealing with civilians Like just regular people that don't work on your show Do you have to hold yourself back from always saying the joke. Ange don't. Like Ange is always <laughs> but that's the thing. As long I, I've known Ange for so long and you've always you always have the punchline, like ready. And it's
8: And I wasted
11: so many
3: <laughs> No, but I meant like in your can you ever just relax and not go for the punchline?
11: Catch us at hour 12 in the yeah. writer's room. Yeah, yeah.
9: yeah, I mean, even yeah. if found like that writer I wouldn't describe it as like a happy room yeah. with like joyfulness and, and joy. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> I meant the punchline as in you're always humorous. Because I, I, I visited
3: uh, uh, men, uh, men, 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 men. Chuck Lorre? What's and the name men? of the show? Oh, All Two right. and a Half Men, yeah. So yeah. I visited the set of Two and a Half Men, and it was during a, a break, and I saw something that just blew my mind. Like, I guess the director stood in the center. And then all of his writers was in a circle. That's what we and do. And he's like, all right, I need someone to go. That's what, what? we no.
7: do. No, yeah. go. That's, a, no, yep. that's not really? funny. Go, yep. go. That was Tuesday night for me. This wow. past Tuesday. Yeah, and that. by the
10: way, that definitely happens yeah. more on multi. Like, on, I was on Marlon. Whenever we would call break, Marlon would, like, sit somewhere on set and then, like, all, all, the, these, all these people who weren't even, I mean, like, some of them were writers and some of them were just Wayanses. Like, they would just <laughs> they would converge around him, and then he'd come out with, like, 20 new jokes. But that happens on
9: single cameras, too. I mean, I've never been on a single camera where you weren't shooting a scene, and then they were like, all right, we, can we do some different jokes in this scene? Yeah. So but oh, is there a
3: pressure? Because just the way that oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the yeah. director was yeah. treating them, it's like, if
10: you came with a, pff, no. Yeah.
3: Really? Really? Next. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. And yeah. by the way,
10: some writers really perform in those environments. Mm-hmm. Like, some people, you're like, oh, that dude's a killer. Yeah. You know, oh, she's always got she's always got a punchline like ready that. to go, like a good one.
7: Yeah, I love that. That actually that that actually gets me going because it's where we that happened Tuesday night. That, that happens every Tuesday night when we we tape. You got to be ready. Yeah. And a line that we thought in the room was gonna hit didn't hit. <laughs> Showrunners turning around. Okay, be thinking about this line, and all of us are thinking. If you, if you
9: should be thinking about that when you're watching yeah, it too. Totally, right? The writers totally, should be watching totally. that, and being like, all right, we have definitely have to punch up these yep. five lines. That's right. Before he comes over here or she comes over here and asks. Do you
3: sometimes <laughs> question? the intelligence of the target audience of the show. In other words, the writers, you guys might be Harvard material. Oh, you guys
10: literally are I think that's a terrible excuse. Like if you're like, oh well they're just not smart enough to get it. I've heard that said. I've heard it said a lot on yeah. certain TV shows. Yep. But <laughs> but it's never the truth. Like
4: yeah. I I saw the quotes the on certain TV shows. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. Not having to me like not having faith in the audience is not having faith in the art. Like it's it's insecurity. Like if, if you if you can be funny, then motherfuckers will get it.
11: Yeah, it's interesting, but then you see the Nielsen ratings come back and then the network so die.: People don't understand that sometimes what we write, we'll want it to be a certain we'll write a certain thing, and then by the time it goes through a studio, a network, and then they'll say, Oh, we can't say that because we have advertisers that you know, it'll come out and it'll be five times watered down.
4: So even okay, <laughs> so you brought Bam. that up. Yeah. Who has a Nielsen box? I've never in my, all they my life, I don't know I nobody. Have no idea. You know, you know, I've a never Niel- gotten like, one. Not a Nielsen box,
6: but we used to have to do the journals and stuff. Back. We did knew those two. Your oh, family West. was allowed that We did one Midwest. of those
11: too. My mom made us write down every black yeah. TV show, but the whole thing is we sent like them in like late, Jet so magazine. it didn't count.
7: Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> oh, no. You should have been late. I know.
10: We were sitting there writing two, The episode of That's My Mama was great in 1989. You're like, damn. I'm kidding. My mom had us looking through TV
0: Guide like two,
6: Even if you didn't watch it, I was always lying on mine because you know, couldn't write down that I was watching real sex at 10 o'clock on Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Scramble, they're like,
10: Real Sex has a 0.1 again. (laughs) Are Nielsen still used now,
3: or
9: yes, yeah, everything is used.
3: Have they come have they figured out a way to figure in is it in the Yeah, Yeah, they have have live, plus. they have
10: live. Live plus three, lie plus five, and then lie plus Between seven. Actually, what's seven live plus three and four? What's the difference? Uh, that's the it? number of days it took for people to watch it when it was sitting on their v, on their oh, uh, on DVR. The DVR. Oh yeah. wow! So okay. it's,
6: it's built into our cable. So library. yeah, but they don't yeah. measure
10: after live plus seven. Interestingly enough, because advertisers don't care if you're watching it Absolutely. twelve days later, like they want you to go see, you know, Rampage this week <laughs> at the yeah. movies. You know what I'm saying? So
7: oh. I was at a meeting for, and uh, I found out that they're even Nelson ratings are also using. Like Instagram, like they're using the streaming. They said that just started last
9: year. Well, engagement is another way they measure. Like there are TV shows that get terrible ratings, but they are in season six because they're always being written about, and they have and they have a huge people online. They might win an enemy. ride or die for them online, and people like we we tweet about it crazily. They want to talk about it, so you're like. This other show that I like has way more ratings but is going away because people aren't talking about then
11: it. Then they'll wonder why they had seven characters killed off of that show so they could keep affording
0: the budget since they're not
8: getting the rating. <laughs> then people
0: be like, damn it, you ruined my show. Well, we had to keep you know, the budget down. Do you guys feel the pressure to keep like a social media situation and be present?
9: I don't. But uh Yeah,
4: you like your life goes. You don't have no you don't got no
9: Instagram. No, nah, I don't nothing. fuck with social media. Oh, man. Damn, how you do that? Oh, that wait a minute. Yo, I want that life. Yeah, yes. what's that life? You never had a Twitter? I used to have everything. I just got rid of it all. I had everything. What made everything? you just say fuck it? Wow. I'll be honest. I heard uh I heard Kendrick Lamar talking on the radio. Wow. Okay. And he, when he's when his uh uh what's the one that came out before um the one right before that. Uh, Kid City. Good Kid, Kid Mad City? Good Kid Mad City. When Good Kid Mad City came out, he was on the radio, and he was just talking about how like he had this epiphany that like he's like, every minute that I'm like on social media is a minute that I'm not working on my art. And he's like, I got to stop doing that. And I thought to myself, because I wasn't where I wanted to be in my life at the time, and I was like, this young man is on to something.
10: Now, I will say, wow, check back in with Bashir bad. a year from now <laughs> <laughs> and, and see if he's still no social media. How did you two
3: meet? Because you're kind of like college. Ernie and Bert in my my Thank head. Thank you, uh, I, I appreciate being Ernie.
0: What school did you guys go to? Harvard. You're not Ernie. We we, we, oh. we met. <laughs>
3: I do lo- I do love pigeons. I feel like you're Bert. <laughs> I do love pigeons. And oatmeal. I <laughs> have <laughs> um,
10: <laughs> I have a 16 month year old now, so I watch a lot more Sesame Street than I used to, and I'm like, oh, that's nice. so John Legend singing with the Muppets now. This is all right. <laughs> this is okay. Um, <laughs> How no, is We it, met an acapella group. Has it aged well? We met an acapella group uh, called called Brothers, Brothers. because that was the best name on
6: the
9: planet. (laughs) The best name the smart black kids at Harvard could come up with. And we all
10: all wore maroon vests, and uh, we sang like boys
9: to men. Uh. It was a disaster. How yeah, many wasn't of y'all was good. it? <laughs> <In> brothers, <laughs> In brothers? There were five. Yeah, brothers. There was was five no, 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 no. It was like it was like eleven. No, but the, no, no, no. There
10: was a core five. Here's the thing. <laughs> we were like, we like Wu Tang.
9: Here's why he's saying that because there was like eleven members, but like only five would show up to the gigs. Okay. <laughs> because <laughs> be like, we're nobody showing gave we're, a shit. We're <laughs> we're <laughs> showing only good. you guys here again. <laughs> oh, damn. All like, right. Anybody give a shit about brothers. This You're our alto tonight. All right, man, you gotta sing, <laughs> sing, man oh man, for the fucking Man Back Bay Fish Company, man-o-man. and you
0: y'all, y'all English majors, not majored? by the Impressions. What you y'all, y'all English majors, or what? I it majored something in. Uh, he was premed.
9: I was premed. I was, okay. Med. Okay. I was. I was. I'm and I went major. to Harvard. So Wait, my parents what? wasn't trying to. I'm, I'm from the hood. I went to Harvard. My parents weren't trying to hear me be like, I'm Same an actor. Yep. So I had to pretend I was pre-med for like no, four years. I was.
10: I was an econ major. You know, I thought I was going to Wall Street. And, uh, you know. And both of y'all graduated. Oh yeah. Y'all yeah, both we graduated. <laughs> <laughs> and to this I? day, people are like, yeah. <laughs> hey, man, you went to Harvard. Oh, man, you got to be a millionaire. And it's like, hey, getting there, man. People are like, all right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. You know what season it is. Tis the season for spring breaking and planning our summer travel. And if you're like me, you're already in your Airbnb app trying to find which spot is right for you. Now, listen, while I'm looking to spend all this money, I'm trying to tell you, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve.
12: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
9: But can I say something really that my personal personal opinion is, if you're an artist, I really feel like college is like might be a terrible decision. I agree. I, I know a lot of people, I, agree. I won't name them, at Harvard who... I think would be really big right now in society as artists, but they, they just, they just decided to go to class instead of saying "fuck that." Let me go get this hustle. I just really, you sure yes. not just, I just Ivy no, League, I maybe? I don't want like to help the reception shout out, to David. Just- <laughs>
0: It's a lot of I parents that's like listening like, please, motherfuckers. Was, Seriously? That's
9: my two cents. I mean, that, people feel no, no, differently. I agree, I People feel differently. I agree, go differently. Yeah, I agree I just, real about this. What, your parents are like If you are a musician, what the fuck are you doing in college? Yeah, okay, I don't yeah. want my so kids to listen money, to this. Yeah, like, what about don't managing, managing, what about managing your
0: money? Go like community
9: college, takes some courses. Yeah. You gotta learn that in They don't actually teach that at Harvard.
0: Accounting,
11: marketing. They don't teach accounting at Harvard. They don't teach that, at yes. But you need a backup. You need...
7: Personal finances. What do they What is the backup Thank you, what is it what my mama told me yes. was I, w- I always wanted to be a comedian. She said, Baby, you need to go to school. You know to go to college. And I'm from the South, so I went to a community college for two years, Miami exactly. dade Community <laughs> College. All right. Hey. And then you from Miami? I, if I grew up in Miami, Opalaka in the hood anyway. I know Opalaka. You know Opalaka? I know know Opalaka. I used to go to Central High School.
9: I know Miami. So,
7: yeah, I went to Miami-Dade for two years, and then I was on the speech and debate team, and that's how I knew I would get out of Miami. I wanted out of Miami back then. It was so bad back then. And so I got a scholarship to a college in Ohio, never been to the Midwest, Heidelberg uh, University. I thought you were gonna say Miami of Ohio. I was gonna go there. I was gonna go there, but the speech coach—he was at uh, Eastern Michigan University. Mm-hmm. So I went and got in there, and then he quit. And he said, "If you come with me, I'll get you a full ride." So I went with him, and I got a full ride.
11: I'm That's with why you. you sound I'm, the way you Because one of the things that I think about all the time—we talk about the pressure—you could get fired from a writing job at any time. i have gone years without work, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I went to University of Pennsylvania. I have a medical anthropology. I don't I know how
9: to do
3: shit except write. Is that yeah, what you right. got, about, Yeah. I forgot anyone in U don't
9: Smart ass. talk about it.
8: Yeah.
9: Ivy League, Ivy League.
8: literally. I'm like, yeah. exactly. wow. like wow.
0: I, I don't it. know. How, I can't.
11: I can't even do my own taxes at this point. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? We don't. We didn't learn. I didn't learn any. But you know what's eye opening
9: <laughs> is is to that point is the number of people who I went to college with to this day who will be like, Diallo probably gets more than I do because he's he's more engaged, like reaching out. and Be like, Hey, man, that writing shit seems to be going well. So like, how does one get into that? And I'm like. Yes. That's, right. you went to rec- you did recruiting when you was 25. When I came to LA and starved, you was recruiting and you had a job at Goldman. So I don't know what to tell you at this point, you know, go back late. in time and work 20 20 years.
3: All right, let's take a break.
0: Shout are To rest and rest in peace to Alan.
3: Alan yeah, Fick didn't write this. He didn't this. <laughs> Did
0: he? No. He wrote different
3: strokes, man. He
0: wrote this one, too? No, he Both didn't. of them. No. I'm looking it up. You
3: Orin got different Waters strokes money. And Jeanette Dubois. Yeah.
0: Five dollars.
4: Yeah, Jeanette Dubois. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. Look it up. I mean, look it up. But Who wrote this one? Janet Dubois gonna... and Orrin Waters.
0: Jeanette Dubois wrote That's her. Her That's her singing.
4: That's her singing.
0: But it's I okay because
6: on she this was show, I'm, sorry, right. I'm wrong. It was Je- Jeanette Dubois and Jeff Berry that wrote it. I could be wrong. <laughs> this is a long ass theme.
10: I mean, they were burning through minutes of content time. <laughs> they're like, they're like, okay, the script is eight pages, y'all. We got to make some cuts. Technically, it's only 41 <laughs> seconds, but you know.
0: That's a long time. So, by the way,
10: can I just say, it's not as long Can I as just power. say you were playing Barney Miller earlier, mm, so I had to mm. look it up. Hal Linden's still alive. Yeah. Really? He oh, is. Yeah, I figured. I was like, that cast has, out of has here. to be out of here. He's 87. You
6: just jinxed, wow. you just jinxed <laughs> that. Yo, here's something I did not know <laughs> about the Jefferson theme song. <laughs> Hal is like, what? no, that's forgotten me. <laughs> the, so, co- the co-writer of the Jefferson theme song also wrote River Deep Mountain High. Really? Oh, wow. The Do Run the Run, Tina, Run.
9: The Tina Turner yeah. song, right? Then
6: He Kissed Me. Who? Jeff Barry. As well. oh, I yeah. thought you were going into a broken story. That makes sense. Baby, yeah. makes sense. Getting paid. Getting paid. Makes sense.
3: Makes sense. All right. So, uh, Bashir and Diallo, would you mind uh, sharing with us the experience <laughs> of <laughs> trying to develop a show?
4: Uh-oh. For HBO.
3: Yeah. The whole experience of Brothers in Atlanta.
4: Oh man! Shout out,
9: brothers. Damn,
6: Atlanta. y'all just
10: looked at the floor like y'all wanted to pour some liquor on the ground.
6: <laughs> pour some liquor.
10: I mean, it's like losing one of your children. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Really and was. by the way, we did two pilots for the uh, place in four years and mm-hmm. two months. So that was four years and two months. Can of I your see life. These?
9: And acted on shows on HBO. Of too, course so you, so you can't do that too. Okay, we definitely don't have. Yeah, you won't look any, any of it. I'm any.
10: sorry because that would be f- that would be illegal. <laughs>
9: Okay, uh, I'm so, pr- I'm, I will say that I'm so proud of Brothers in Atlanta. It's so fucking funny. Fonte is in it. It's yeah. just, it's but it's just, still it's funny. So, so funny. what? What?
3: What's the process That's of hilarious. trying to start a car? <laughs> that
9: well, I will say HBO's process I think is evolving, but it's typically a longer process. We were there developing for two years, which is on the minimum side. There are other people there who've been developing for up to six years. Well, there was also and that
10: one project that was there for eight years. Eight years of doing.
9: development, which is, I think, a testament to their sense over there that everything needs to be slowed down to the point where we can examine it a lot to make sure it's great. Sometimes that works. We see some of the shows, obviously, like Game of Thrones are incredible. Sometimes that process that they have leads to, I think. We were stakes. also there
10: during a period of, of great executive turnover. Like, we were there for three different presidents of the network. So, Shit. when we arrived, there was one person who was president. She was a big champion. We did a, a pilot there called The Reporters, which I think conceptually is still one of the best things we've ever yeah, done. Yeah, so, okay, yeah, because I never Literally, saw that one. What was the best that thing one? in the world?
9: It's about these two black reporters. <laughs>
10: <laughs> we Basically, we took uh, all the president's men. <laughs> okay. And uh we put ourselves in the roles of those reporters. And and I I don't think it's any industry secret anymore. The concept of the show was essentially that uh every conspiracy theory that black people believe in, we were on the hunt to find out if it was true or not. <laughs> and the joke of <laughs> the series example, was give me an example. Is Tupac alive? Okay. 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 Every every episode was us examining a different sort of like, you know, cause one of them actually came out of Fallon. That's interesting right. Enough. The
9: original one is. Oh, go ahead.
10: Yeah. No. It was. It was the search for James Brown's gold. So when Eddie came <laughs> on, uh, when Eddie Murphy came on, Jimmy Fallon, <laughs> right? He said that like you know he had he he you know he was blowing up as a young comedian and he met James Brown and James Brown was like Eddie, you're doing so good, man. You know, but 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 don't put your money in no bank. And he was like, well, what should I do with the money? And he was like, do what I do. Hey, man, bury that shit bury in the woods. <laughs> wow. And he was like, well, what if you what if you forget where you buried buried? He was like, hey, at least the government won't get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, we like, so we were sitting at our desk at Fowl, and We were like, what if somewhere in Augusta, Georgia, <laughs> oh, you know in, the in, woods, Augusta, in the woods, there's like tons of hidden treasures. So our characters would just go in search of all that stuff. It was a really sort of unique concept for a show. We also came at a time when, like, Girls was really starting to take off for HBO. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they steered us in a way more, like, girls in let's do a very grounded yeah, show. Yeah, I mean, we
9: just, to be honest, we just, you know, what I'm learning, because we're, now we're at Comedy Central with Southside, and it's like night and day, it really comes down to support. We just had a support. Like, we yeah. didn't have the support. You have to have the support, the person at the top. And eventually the person at the top changed, and they supported other shit. And we were still there. We were like, "Uh uh-oh.
10: Well, that president, just to finish the story, that president left. New president comes on. He's like, hey, I love you guys. I don't like the pilot you did for her. Do a pilot for me, so that was another two years of our lives. Two that, whole was years. And then, and that was the brothers and then, in the land. It, it in takes Atlanta. that
3: long. It takes that long to it develop. Doesn't have
10: it. To. No, it doesn't have but to. But that's the H- that was the HBO of the process.
9: Long. Then I don't know what the process is now. Well, it's going to change because they uh, they got to put out like ten times more content. now. We
10: shot a great pilot with uh, with Fonte, as he said, and uh, Jaden Smith Rolfe. and Maya Rudolph and Big Boy from Outcast, and it, it was, was a great incredible. pilot. It was all about being in Atlanta. Actually at one point Donald was going to be in our show. at another point he was like, "Hey, after I come off tour I'm going to do my own Atlanta show. We're also big fans of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I think like the same way there are a million white shows that take place yeah, in New I York agree. and LA, yeah. you can have Taking more than one black show Seinfeld. that takes place I in Atlanta." I will say
9: one thing that's a little that was f- difficult and frustrating for me was, you know, back in 2012 Diallo was telling the network, like, hey, Atlanta, 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 my hometown, I'm from there, we got to do a show in Atlanta, and they just, you should see the blank stares we would get in meetings, and to the point where we had to wait till 2015 where GQ published an article saying, hey, Atlanta has a, is a city where, like, music is important. And then we had to, like, walk that into president of H. Bill's office. Like, see we've been saying for three years? Like, this is a real thing. Well, and now it's with this, it was slack, frustrating not being they able to, to convey with that. with this Columbus
10: to discover yeah, Atlanta yeah. before they would let us shoot a <laughs> show And then they were like, like hey, Atlanta. guys, Atlanta's
3: a good so idea. So now how do they feel with the su- su- success of the other Atlanta? Like, I,
9: I, don't, do they, I don't talk to have them. Have you had know.
10: a <laughs> I just told you so? Or, like, no, man, we haven't had time to say I told you so. I will say that – you know, there's a. I'm 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 happy for anybody who gets to anybody black who gets to create a show. So like people ask me about other black shows, and even if I don't love those shows, I generally be like I love it because it is so hard to get right an idea that is pure through the crucible.
9: Uh, it's so hard to get that through champ, the pit and the champion. The so
3: you're telling me just because a show was greenlit. Yeah. Does not mm. mean Hell no. Oh. I yeah, don't so yeah, yeah. so, oh, no. so to no. Brothers oh, in Atlanta, Atlanta yeah, so, no. Okay, so this is <laughs> the end of the story. Nigga. So
10: Brothers in Atlanta, we shot we shot the pilot and uh it went to series and we yep. hired a room full of writers up, yeah. and we wrote the entire first season wow. and then we were like, Okay, so what are our production dates? And so they're like, We'll get back to you. And we'll get back to you stretched out for six months of our lives, and we're out here in LA, like just waiting. And then they called us one day and and, and uh the the new person was like i think we're going in a different direction so i'm curious who was the sounding board what do you mean who
3: was the judge in the jury with the hands on the guillotine to where the you know oh to- it's the president it's the people at
9: the top but you know those but those decisions top. are made by the people who work in the building who are in competition with each other so if we've been there for 4 years and somebody's coming in with something that's new and hot and they like and they're true, and there's only so much airtime on hbo now you're in a competition between, like, well, are we going to put out this thing or this new thing? And then that's – well, that was somebody else developed that. I mean, there's a lot of that in networks. It was like, well, somebody else developed that project, and I don't care about that project. I got this project. So we sort of ran into some of that turbulence.
10: the same way at any network. Yeah. When the previous administration developed something yep. and then those people were flushed out – the incoming people often say, and this is some real talk about the industry. No, guys. it's just so, like the record label. It's the yeah. same no, shit. Yeah, oh, like they'll okay. just be like, yeah. well, if this thing hits, it's going to make my predecessor look yeah. good. Yeah, it doesn't and really help me. If it doesn't me. hit, it doesn't help me. So I'm just going to push it out the door. Yeah, that's can I do. just yeah. tell
0: you guys, that's for most jobs, entertainment yes. people? Yeah, that's, yeah, just
9: that's, that's crazy.
10: crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, what we're saying. So, you know, it, but I will but say, everybody
9: out there knows that. It did make me think, because Fonte, you said that's what happens in the record industry. I think what we went through. Uh, by the way I had a really good talk With Rafael Sadiq about it Oh He's, wow He is such a good person To talk to uh, Anyway Because uh, we were, he worked with us On the Maya Rudolph thing But it made me think about Like how many great albums Have I never heard Because some fucking executive Pushed it out yeah. But then it also means That like some artists Just have to have that Tenacity to be like Well I have three albums That are incredible That are never coming out now I got to go make, gotta a make a fourth one, one. that's yeah. fucking I can't even I mean I can't imagine it cuz I've had to do it but it's incredible to think about the volume of good material that one person can has like kept back from the world yeah nah you you
4: have to really think it like if you're I think if you're an artist just now you really have to have it in mind like when people say you're in it for the long haul in your mind you might be thinking the long haul is like 4 years mm-hmm. nigga that shit is more like yeah. 10 15 yeah. yeah. 20 I, I got a you, 20 you know what i'm saying As
11: 20, somebody who yeah. has judged some of the diversity writing contest and watch people's career i mean some of the scripts that i mean some suck but some are amazing but then you see people's especially for black women i'll say in half an hour comedy and uh, we haven't how many of those like two we haven't well we haven't run a network one since the 90s You've okay. got and so it's very it's a very sore spot but since living single yes living single. <laughs> <Jaysa>. <laughs> wow. yes yes no
9: what about a uh, gray's anatomy no
11: I said half an hour comedy, which, which I care about because they know I'm right hours.
8: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
11: yeah, no, we, I mean, we haven't. And it's like, um, there's, I mean, there's guys, there's like, you know, even Cable, there's Saladin and there's um, Princess who's running Insecure. But just yeah. for a woman to actually have a voice in half an hour. And I've watched this young lady and a lot of times what happens is they'll hire diverse writers because they get them for free under a program for a year, fire them, and they have to start every year at the same level as a staff oh. writer. Well, I just found out that about that. The that happens also yeah. is that
9: they'll hire, like even if somebody, man, woman, gets a, sh- a job and is like, this is your show, it's greenlit, what America doesn't know is that the network will then go behind and hire this other person to come in and basically sit over your shoulder for the whole time and mm-hmm. try and direct and control what you do because yeah. they are more in tune with the network actually wants. And I've seen a lot of frustrated people – be like they have this be work with this other writer and, and they don't really get they don't even get black people oh, yeah. and it's just like oh, but yeah. that's that's the condition under which you get to put your show on the air so that happens often yeah
8: it's, a, it's a true.
4: so like w- during the time you were saying that you know it w- years would go by or wherever would go by before you had a job or you know when you were between jobs how would you support yourself how do you eat <laughs> as a writer e-
11: eBay I know how to do that I mean I wrote book <laughs> yeah. Diaries I mean but honestly it's yeah. this is what happens a lot of time. There's so many stories about being. A lot of times, there's not a lot of. This is the first show that I've worked on, and I've been out here for 17 years where I've written for a lead black woman. Mm. You know, and a lot of times people will think that it's a black girl. She could only write for black women. I'm like, I've lived in a white and a man's world my whole life. I had to learn to navigate this. Yeah. Like, you literally on paper, I'm the whitest person on earth. Like, I believe green. You know? <laughs> it's like if you didn't, Angela Nissel. What the hell is that? You know, <laughs> but it's um, it's very, it's, unless they feel like your voice will contribute, they literally look at, a lot of times on these liberal half an hour comedies, they only look at people of color through a people of color lens. Like, even when you're pitching, they'll be like, okay, here's our Latina character. She's going to take salsa lessons. And you'll (laughs) be (laughs) like... If
4: she's Latina, she probably don't need to take lessons.
11: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. Nah. I've, it, yeah. I've had such interesting comments with black women about getting staffed on shows. I remember one girl saying her go-to strategy is getting her hair put in cornrows because then people know that she's the authentic black when she comes in. The- <laughs> and yeah, and yeah, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah. She was like,
0: I do it every year and it works.
11: She was like, until before <laughs> that? You know, and it's...
8: Mm.
0: it's have you it's, watched any of the... Either you two ladies, have y'all watched the uh, Love Is at all? Because it kind of shows like the process... I haven't yeah, seen that Mara. yet, but I heard it does show I what think so, she went yeah, through. You two watched Aaron Dialo. Is that on Netflix? That's yeah, on, it it's on Own, on, right? And it's the story of Mara. And I thought, uh, oh, about the salon. You know,
9: and so I, I watched Greenleaf. Yeah, I that, haven't watched Greenleaf. That's my the mother motherfucking show. Green. Yeah. y'all sleeping on Greenleaf. Nah, my mother. I love, it. I love it. Right. I just it. I about great. that because
0: they show her being a staff writer for Martin back in the day before she became who she is, Mara Brock Akil, and supporting her husband. To me, that's
4: the, those are the most interesting parts of the show. Yeah, yeah, like, showing the, the Martin those part. Are, yeah, the love story part is it's like some BDSM <laughs> shit. What? But like, it's, word. It's, well, now I'm in. <laughs> yeah, it's just wait. It's
2: is that weird. Mara, Is that her new show? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I auditioned for that show.
9: What? I never heard back. What were you serious? And now I'm here. What happened, y'all? What happened? Oh, on the show or what happened? Yeah, what Why did the the the, you show? <laughs> what role did you audition for? I don't even I don't even remember. Oh, I okay. thought you was joking. No, no, I totally auditioned for that show because I've I had to meet with Mara and her husband. Right. Yeah. Who are like the dream team. Yeah. You know, it's like straight up. It's a. It's but that show awesome is about their ascent through their early days.
0: That's crazy. And they tell it through the story of them being older. So two older actors uh, telling the story
4: okay. Yeah, Clark Peters and I cannot remember the lady's name, Lester Freeman from The Wire, and I can't remember the lady that plays the older But version of, and, and, and of Vanessa Bell Calloway's yeah. on there, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Vanessa Bell Calloway. She played the home. i love, love her. her. <laughs> I love her.
7: But I, when I was in the OG room, that was my first, that's my first writing job. First time mm-hmm. ever writing in the room. I've been a comedian for 20 years, touring all, all all across the country. You know, got on the tour with Tracy, and he was like, I want to put you in my room. I like the way you write, like your jokes. So I got in the room, and I, and I thought that was just how it was. I thought... This was normal, and then Andrew's like, "No, you never see this many black writers in one room." Wow. I thought this was because I loved it. I was, it was like I was home. We had so much fun in the room. Mm-hmm. We la we were so loud that the other rooms would come over to see what we were doing. I thought you were going to say, hey, say, you guys hey, keep coming it down, down right over here?" Wait, here they did, well, well, I think they did want to say that, but <laughs> they, but when they opened the door and see all these black mm-hmm. people, they're like, okay, we never can't, right, right. we, we like, can't, we can't really say that. We can't say nothing, you know. Funny and we squab. Yeah, it was good. But I thought that was normal,
9: and I heard all these stories. Like, no, that's this is a first. But you have to have a successful show with somebody like Tracy, who the network is now in tremendous financial business with, must listen to like Donald and FX to be able to get to that place where you can have those types right, of rooms. Because right. again, okay. it's like they meddle in every little part of it, that's and you I'm have like, to have somebody at the top who's just like, "Don't do that. Okay. This is what's going to be."
12: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so <laughs>
3: The Room. Of course, you know, in the, the, past, the past year or so, uh-huh. the Me Too movement has at least started to steer or the I'm sorry, or the, the idea of, of me too has started to uh I don't know, uh create some dialogue about respect on the on in the writers room and in the boardroom or whatever. But uh at its worst, can you tell us, Angela, what how toxic
11: Woo I mean, what's interesting to me first before, about the Me Too movement is that when I was on Scrubs, there was a black writer's assistant and she um, actually bought a lawsuit against the Friends writers for some of the things that they said. Things that I have... I, I remember that's it, that's a Famous. Thing. You know, and it's, um, it actually got rejected. The whole thing was that... She never
9: worked again. Yeah, she never what? worked again.
11: She had to retire yeah. from the business. And they
10: stopped hiring black women they as sta- writers assistants. They stopped. Literally, I was, told, actually, yeah. I was told
11: to my face. Thank you for saying that because I was told to my face... By numerous white men, wow! You're lucky you already have a job because we ain't hiring no black women after that. And then, like I said, since the 90s, we ain't run one damn show. They literally said, "Oh, they can say whatever they want to say to you." Then what was her claim? What was her? uh, I don't want to misquote, but it was some of the things that they would say in the room, and I mean, they would talk sexual stuff. Sexual stuff, and this is not stuff that I'm. I have not heard. I've heard it over and over, and I've always been told. By the white women, one, keep your mouth shut, you know, which is what everyone does. And I've been, and especially, even looking at the Me Too movement now, I'm rolling my eyes at Tracy across the room because every black woman who has come out in the Me Too movement, it's like... Even the only one that Harvey Weinstein talked back yeah. against was the black woman. going. to deny her. That yeah. was the funniest yeah. thing. I follow no. no. her. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He didn't y'all go he did, did no. deny any of yeah. them except for that yeah. one. Yeah. He
4: was, no. like, yeah. was yeah. Like, yeah. like, hey, yeah. don't be yeah. absurd. Wait don't a minute. Hey, wait, wait a minute. I might jack up on some plans for a black woman. Come on. I have some decency.
11: You go through this knowing that if I speak up, nobody's going to have my back. You know. So it's I always feel bad because she was the one, if... Anyone was one of the first people to speak up. It was her, and now she had. She not only they sued her for the cost of their legal defense. You wow. know,
0: yeah. Yeah. Motherfuckers, yeah. where
11: she at? I want to
7: put her on the show. <laughs> and, and they talk about that oh, case all the time. It comes up a lot.
9: It comes up in our HR meetings. Yeah. To this day. Yeah.
8: That's
7: it. Yeah. It yeah. was awful. We just two had two our m- a meeting, have have. A, a network meeting, came up
9: there.
8: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
7: So she came.
10: Before this, the, the Me Too madness. Yes. Oh, this is like late 90s, it's early 90s. 98, 2000. This is, uh, about 98 I 99. 2000,
11: 2000, I didn't start out here until 2002, so it had to be like...
10: It's early 2000s. Yeah, so.
11: yeah. Wow. So I remember, but yes, they did, like you said, they said... Do any not of you hiring, know where she is
3: or who she is? Or? No.
11: I mean, you could... I'm uh, sure she could, never worked in the... I know some people thing. who have tried to reach out to her. She went into the military, which I would do too, if I had all these powerful men trying to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
10: But that's
0: all I know, and I know that some journalists
11: have tried to reach out to her. She got her
10: training on. She got some skills. But...
0: But, Ange, talk about, too, in the room, the difference between, like, because, you know, it's jokes, right? You can tell sexual jokes and whatnot, but when it becomes offensive, like, what would have made her be like, because you've experienced some shit in the scrubs room.
11: Yes, I will say that what makes you cross the line, I will say that in these jobs, I always liken it to going onto a construction site. I put on a different hat. I put on protective gear when I go in these rooms, Mm -hmm. and I give as good as I get. But there are certain things that I've heard in rooms like... What does that mean? That means that... If you're gonna sit there and talk about my ass, I'm gonna make up shit about your dick. And right. I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna talk about your mom and your brother and all that other shit. And I'm gonna make you crawl under the motherfucking desk. Like for real. Like mm-hmm. you're, you're you're I'm just <laughs> like, you know, like I'm just you can't be, in my opinion, you can't be like, oh, it's scary. you can't be no yeah. bitch and like yeah. literally I'm not gonna go into a room and talk about one of the th- like we talk about how one of the things we talk about in the last OG because there's a white guy there and I said you know white guys it's so funny when they try to have sex with a black woman they're always trying to compete with what they think black men do you right, know so right. I have I go into a half an hour spiel about having sex with white guys I can't put out that much on a table but have people visualizing my vagina and not expect them to come back with a joke about right.
0: <laughs> right. right
9: so
11: then what is
0: crossing the line
11: crossing that's the line to here. me is watching a basketball game and using the N word and looking at me and expecting a laugh wait what uh, wait
3: yes.
11: really yeah. And then, but then, getting into the whole thing. Wait, of, they
3: felt that safe to say, "nigga."
11: Again, like, like we, it was no, like we no heard, repercussions. We heard earlier if they felt safe enough to say, "We're not going to hire another black woman after this one black woman messed up." What if someone said, "We're not hiring another white man"? But yes, of course, yes. These are all things so that have happened. And see you can't go to, to HR,
3: HR right.
9: because
11: exactly. HR looks out for their company. HR yeah. is not going to look yeah. out for H-R you. HR ain't <laughs> your yeah. friend. HR ain't your friend. HR is a company. But it also, it would, I
9: mean, the reason, the other reason you don't go to HR is because it'll hurt your. Like, if you want to stay a writer, yeah, if, you want to if stay people writer, are going like, okay, we got to hire another room, if I'm like, oh, well, that person who they hired they last problem. time, they went to HR based on some jokes that was made,
10: then... <laughs> you basically went to internal affairs. Yeah, then it's like, why would yeah. I
9: bring that person to... I mean, even... The black kid didn't have yeah. a gun. So <laughs> mm-hmm. It, it kind of right, it, right. it hurts you. By the way, even with the Me Too movement, I'm pretty sure we've only seen a very small snippet oh, well, of people yeah. who have stories. There's a lot of... women. <laughs> Probably every woman in Hollywood has a story about some shit that somebody did, but you know, again, don't want to like, rock the boat. There's a cost benefit going on. People going like, eh. "Is it worth me? Is worth me not? Is it worth yeah, not working?"
11: I, yeah, I don't want to. It's sad to say, but I don't want to be the person. Now, after I see what happens to that other girl, that anyone ever says it. Well, you know what? Angela's the reason they're not hiring any more black women, you know? Yeah. I, it's sad, but I don't want to be that person. No,
4: as black people, we always have to think yeah. about that. We always have to think in terms of the collective. Like, if I do something, it ain't just me doing it. I represent 30 other niggas that don't even know me. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, that's what's fucked up.
9: But every room culture is also different. Like, yes. some rooms, yes. you know, and, and it's it's it's... It's absolutely sexist. It's absolutely racist. But some rooms are just like hard rooms, period, where depending on how the showrunner is, like I've definitely been in rooms where I've seen two even white guys viciously going at each other and everybody's laughing. And I'm like, yeah, that's
4: just- that's,
9: Like that's going at just, each other like
6: personally? Like, per- like about it's it getting get
9: real personal. Because yeah, y'all wow. talked about Own some like now? your wife shit and like, oh, whatever, that's why your wife, you know, whatever that would be. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. But like, But like some, some showrunners- encourage that because they think it makes the show better to have a feisty room so it actually Uh, it's like sometimes people want that Thunderdome atmosphere yeah yeah true you know really yeah people who we worked before like I've heard directly from some very famous producer that his assistant was like well you know he likes it when the writers compete a lot and they're really kind of cutting each other's throats and I was like really I don't like that Yeah, it's not fun to go to work every day knowing like if this person says something to me I'm going to talk shit about him and then almost come to blows with this person and fight this person You know, in a building. (laughs) But I will say, for the most part,
10: my personal experience is that uh, most writers' rooms have a have a general like you like the people that you're in the room with, and it becomes like this sort of weird family where, like you said, all secrets kind of come out on the table, and you and you typically grow pretty close. I can't speak on what it was like to be in one of those all male rooms in like Mm -hmm. you know the early '90s, where every dude, every every writer was a white guy i don't I don't know what that's ever been like I've, I've never been in that room
11: it's it's amazing me and tracy were talking before we started um recording today and we were like it's the real world knew that they had something it's we are trapped in a room with yeah. each other for sometimes up to 12 hours a day sometimes we sleep overnight with each other yeah. and and unlike on tv on the real world and all these shows but we are forced to talk to each other yeah. about topics that about we everything. think will engage America so it's like and we are going to disagree and if you have a good room it's very diverse and everyone has diverse opinions so that's why sometimes fists will fly sometimes people will say things and people will call out people's dead moms like it it gets super (laughs) real I had to I had to
7: hold back one day remember Ange I had to hold back I got up it It was something it was something I just didn't agree with that we were doing with the with our female character and I just just like I I I I, tr- I was holding it in, and I think I said, "Y'all gonna get letters." I think that's what I said. Uh, I said, "Y'all gonna get letters," and I just got yeah, up. And- <laughs> y'all got outvoted, or yeah, no, no, that? they we. It was kind of a misunderstanding, yes. and but it, but I'm glad that that happened because the showrunner then said, "Oh, did you think I meant this?" Mm. And then other people in the room said, "Well, that's what I thought you meant." Yeah. yeah. So, and I thought nobody in the room at that moment had my back, but then everybody was like, "No, we were right on the same page with you on that," you know, but. How- you, they say you're not supposed to do that.
4: How receptive are, like, in the rooms? Because I'd imagine now, being that, you know, with, like, black Twitter and, you know, how, like, shit is it, instant, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, how receptive are people, or, I guess, whether it be the showrunners or the producers or the higher ups or whoever, how receptive are they to y'all's, uh, like, feedback of saying, like, yo, we're going to y'all get do clap this, back, yeah. yeah, like, you're going to be on boss up the next morning, nigga. Like, you don't want these problems. Do they listen to y'all on that kind of shit? Well,
11: it depends. I mean, so much can change by the time it's on the page to the time that it's on the stage. And okay. then sometimes by the time Black Twitter says something, we're like, oh, they're going to hate this because we already filmed it. You know? Yeah, yeah. So it's um, it
7: depends. I think sometimes, if, like, I try to fight for that in the room, you know. and You don't want to be, they call it the wet blanket in the room. You don't want to be that person. But, you know, certain things, like, I, if I feel really passionate about it, sometimes what I'll do is I'll just talk to that showrunner. Uh, alone you know yes. and we'll talk alone because sometimes in the room something might you know it might pop off so i just go and say i'll wait till i can talk to him privately
3: i would i would assume that post the roseanne situation <laughs> that <laughs> most writers room know that black twitter or the internet social media has the power to get you canceled in a millisecond so was it
10: before then they were just like oh it doesn't make it doesn't matter I, no, I think you know, I think these conversations always have in fact, I'll even say there are times when me and Bashir don't agree about a di- line of dialogue, yeah. you know, like, so I don't even think it necessarily has to be a white black thing. Like there can be some times when like two black people disagree about like what's going to set off black Twitter.
1: Well, no, no, and no,
3: no I, 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 I didn't mean a white black that- thing. I just meant the power of the, the instant feedback from an audience. That I mean, can- I, I,
9: I'm going I'm to be an outlier here and say I think people are extremely attuned to that. But my personal feeling is it is terrible to be attuned to that because it's going to stop you from taking bold strokes, making bold decisions. And you also have to look at the genesis and origin of or something. Like, I, there's something on our new show that's a little bit controversial, but a black writer pitched it. It was a room full of black people there who laughed when he pitched it. I was there, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it, it, it's almost like there's a line between if it's coming from us versus if it's like a white TV show with a black character where it's like, well, there's no agency there. But it's also case by case. And, and you know, I apologize for being repetitive, but I personally do feel like if you live your life constantly like worried about, well, what's Twitter going to think about this, then I don't know what kind of life you live no, in. No, yes, I, I completely I'm, agree. I'm
11: with you because it's also, sometimes I'll see that Twitter gets so excited just seeing black faces on the screen and I want to scream at Twitter, there's no black writers on that yeah. show. Yeah. There's yes, no black gaffers. Yeah. There's not yeah. even a black man on the craft food service table. Black tables, folk just you know? the
4: mascots for the
9: show. Yes,
11: yes. Yeah. And so it's, 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 I sometimes wish that and a lot of people on Black Twitter perhaps have their own agendas when they rail against or for
9: totally. a show. You just got to be so, careful with that. Yes, yeah,
11: so it's it's it, I, I agree with you totally. But can sharing. I just say
9: also, like I'm, I'm to that point. Also, I myself have prejudices. Like I was talking to this uh, Black woman at this event one time, and I was asking what her favorite TV show was, and I thought she was going to be like, well, you know, Insecure and Atlanta, and like name all the shows that are like the shows that people were talking about. She just named a bunch of random shit that I didn't even know was on the air. And I (laughs) myself was like, see, that's my prejudice. Because I assumed because she was a black woman that she's only watching TV shows with a strong black female lead. And like, no, she was like, she was like like the flat. Well, no, but see, but here's why though. Because when you were in these meetings, when you're talking to these executives, Mm -hmm. that's all they talk about. Well, you got to have. This person on the show because there's a black woman, so you have to have a black. Did woman. Do you have
0: black women in your life? Do you take that into account too? Or Does it just become so no, like no, tunnel vision? Not because... at all,
9: actually. No, not at all. What I'm saying. <laughs> not at I... all.
0: Does he have
11: black women in his life? Exactly. <laughs> 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 shout, shout out to my wife.
9: Thank you. Let's check Shout out to the wife. All right, you're invited. Uh, but I was just want to say that I think listening to TV executives, you would think that only people people right. only watch stuff where they themselves are greatly represented on screen, and That's I think not true our feeling. Man. And what we struggled with at HBO, our feeling was that, no, black people are too diverse to be put in the box. You cannot tell them what they will like and what they won't like. You can't predict that. You don't have no idea what a black audience will like.
0: Which is crazy because coming from your experience, you can't tell an executive, like, trust me, I know. Yes. I know, like, mad black women. <laughs> They're like, the numbers say.
9: Those numbers are subjective
11: You know so. I, Now I feel really bad That me and my mom Fudged that <laughs> Nielsen thing <laughs> They're like Look at this thing It says 227
4: no, go, go on and turn it <laughs> in anyway Turn
3: it in Damn Take a
8: break
4: oh, Okay I, I figured a jam was coming
3: I, I was playing a jam But then you, I thought you were on a thought Oh no no Go ahead Here we go Ah, Ladies and gentlemen, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but that is all for Questlove Supreme this week. But don't worry. Tune in next week. and You're going to hear how this conversation is. All right. Okay, we will see you next go round. Peace. Questlove Supreme is a production of iHeartRadio. This classic episode was produced by the team at Pandora. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.